Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. This is the Sunday Science Supplement for December 5th. I'm Dr. Nikki Ackermans, and today we are going to break down one of the science headlines of the week. On Monday, we talked about a paper in the journal Nature Communications published by a team from Harvard. It outlined a living ink that could be used in a 3D printer. It's made from genetically engineered E. coli to create living nanofibers combined with other materials that becomes a workable ink. The researchers used the ink to create materials that secreted medications or absorbed toxins. Their aim is to have self-replicating live ink to print new materials and heal printed objects. This week, let's dive into the science of living ink. So this team of researchers from Harvard University and Harvard Medical School collaborated to genetically modify the Escherichia coli bacteria to create specific proteins called knob and hole proteins that self-assemble like train cars, forming these long fibers with a diameter of about 10 nanometers. These proteins can also cross-link with each other to form mesh-like structures. Once produced, these nanofibers were concentrated into bundles by filtering them through a nylon membrane, and then they were combined with a bacterial biofilm to create a hydrogel, and this gave them the right consistency for printer ink. The researchers were able to assess the nanofiber structure using scanning electron microscopy, specifically looking for a protein structure where all the nanofibers aligned in a parallel formation. An ANET A8 3D printer was modified to become an extrusion bioprinter using this living ink. Printing was very slow at 5 millimeters per second, and 10 layers of 3D printed living ink was about 2 millimeters thick. The team found that their novel knob and hole crosslink system was strong enough to bridge gap distances twice as large as the previous versions of their living ink, meaning that a fiber was strong enough to stretch between two pillars at 16 millimeters apart without breaking. This is significant because it's very, very thin. It's a nanofiber. It also has a higher viscosity and solid structural integrity, allowing for fast assembly after extrusion from the printer. Once they established the performance of this microbial ink, the researchers further engineered E. coli to synthesize an anti-cancer drug called azurin on demand and extract it into the ink. They used a similar technique to create a living material to isolate a toxic chemical called bisphenol A, which is used to make plastics and can often be linked to cancer. They had the chemical bind to the microbial ink. They had the chemical bind to the microbial ink, allowing it to successfully absorb 27% of the bisphenol A in the experiment after 24 hours. A third and final modification type to this living ink was to program its cells to either start or stop growing as a type of regeneration system. This was, however, only partially successful so far. This living ink is in the very beginning stages of its development, and its lifetime has yet to be specifically tested. However, one of the researchers says that there were all sorts of living gels that remained stable for more than a couple of years in their lab. Work still needs to be done to make this living ink scalable for manufacture and more economic, but the researchers are enthusiastic about its potential, and I would be too, it's pretty cool. They propose that future applications of their concept could include renewable building materials or be part of future medical devices. Now, you can tell people everything you've learned about what all the cool kids are calling 
E. coli biofilms producing shear thinning hydrogel by supermodular cross-linking of fibrin-inspired recombinant protein nanofibers. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to dailytechnewsshow.com and remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. You can suggest which science headline you want me to cover next week by tweeting at Daily Tech News SH, and you can find me at Ackerman's Nicole on Twitter. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next time.